Need an extra hand with dinner? Just ask your connected home device to fill your pasta pot, and Delta Faucet Voice IQ technology will fill it with the perfect amount of water. Visit deltafaucet.com slash voice IQ to discover more. Republican canvas board members in Detroit have rescinded their certification of the election results in Wayne County. Democrats are changing the rules to prevent the Trump campaign from getting a fair recount in Wisconsin. And Mark Zuckerberg is spending millions of dollars to defeat Republicans in Georgia's Senate runoff. With these stories and more from an American nationalist perspective, I'm Jim Dawes, and this is Right Now. Welcome and thank you for tuning in to Right Now. This conversation never ends. You can follow me on Parlor and Rumble at Right Now Jim Dawes. You can shoot me an email at rightnowjimdaws at gmail.com, or you can call or text the vent line and raise hell at 772-245-0750. So I got to start today's program with a correction. Adam from Twitter pointed out yesterday that I repeatedly called Mark Zuckerberg Jeff. Jeff Zuckerberg. So I probably was jumbling uh, Jeff Zucker from CNN with Mark Zuckerberg, of course, the head of Facebook. And I, I appreciate people pointing out mistakes I made. Uh, I, I, I caution you that that might be a full-time job. Uh, that role was previously assigned to Tyler Budd, who uh, is the official fact checker of right now with Jim Dawes. But I, I just uh, warn you that this show is done extemporaneously. Uh, I, I don't have a script. I don't have producers. I don't have anybody in my ear to point out when I say something stupid. And if these kind of mistakes upset you, then you're probably going to continue to be upset. Uh, I'm happy to correct any material errors when I'm brought to, when they're brought to my attention, but, um, I can make you two promises. I will do my best to get it right, and I will continue to make mistakes. Uh, you're welcome to shoot me an email or even call into the vent line and uh, set my ass straight. But uh, Mark Zuckerberg is the head of Facebook, not Jeff Zucker. He's the head of CNN. I also want to uh, crow a little bit. Uh, this program has been just taken off since I finally got serious about, uh, you know, getting, expanding my pre- presence over there on parlor and, uh, and rumble, uh, man, the listens to this show have just gone through the roof. They're up full fourfold. Um, they had sort of been crushed, uh, over in the aftermath of the election when I was still, you know, uh, concentrating on Twitter when I started getting a presence on uh, Parlor, and Adam is uh, is going over there as well, so he'll be able to set my ass straight on Parlor as well. But the uh, the numbers have just gone through the roof, and it reminded me of a clip from uh, Old Brother, Where Art Thou? Well, that record is just going through the goddamn roof. They playing it as far away as Mobile. No, whole damn state's going apey. Well, it was a powerful end. <laughs> Hot damn, we gotta find them boys and sign them to a big fat contract. 
Hell's bells, Mr. Lund. If we don't, the goddamn competition will. Oh, mercy, yes, we got to beat that competition. Beat yes, that sir. Competition. So it's uh, it's pretty satisfying to see the numbers take off and confirm my suspicions that uh, I was being stomped on on the two big platforms. So let's talk a little bit about Mark Zuckerberg. Not Jeff Zucker, but Mark Zuckerberg, the head of Twitter. He is... Um, He's got a, a, a little uh, slush fund for Democrats. It's called the Center for Technology and Civic Life, CTCL. He pumped about $350 million into these last elections to uh, make grants for so-called safe elections. And these safe election grants went in, were pumped into these, uh, these Democrat districts where the, the turnout uh, set historic uh, records over ninety percent in these uh, these these Democrat districts, and now he's doing it again. He is uh, he's making millions of dollars, probably tens of millions of dollars, to try to overturn those Senate seats in the runoffs in Georgia coming up on January fifth, and uh, he is no doubt stroking checks. I think uh, in the general election, he put about $16 million into Georgia. He's stroking checks to Stacey Abrams, uh, and she is uh, she is by hook or crook pumping up the vote in Fulton and DeKalb and Cobb and um, Clayton counties. The vote margin that uh, Donald Trump uh, lost by there was uh, 76% for Joe Biden to 25% for Donald Trump, if you believe that, if you, if you believe that Joe Biden beat Donald Trump by 76% to, um, what's that, 24%, check me out, Adam, then, uh, then you just don't understand what goes on there. Yes, um, Fulton and DeKalb are majority Democrat, but they're not anywhere close to that. So he's moving back down there with his checkbook while he runs uh, social media and crushes any attempt, uh, you know, to dissent from the outcomes of this election. This is the same Zuckerberg that's all on board on this uh, this great reset. And uh, previously, um, during a speech at Harvard, sort of outlined his vision of the new America after the great reset. Every generation expands its definition of equality. Previous generations fought for the vote and civil rights. They had the New Deal and great society. And now it's time for our generation to define a new social contract. We should have a society that measures progress not just by economic metrics like GDP, but by how many of us have a role we find meaningful. We should explore ideas like universal basic income to make sure that everyone has a cushion to try new ideas. A universal basic income. A universal basic income is communism. To each according to their needs, from each according to their means, or maybe it was the other way around. Jeff Zuckerberg is sitting, uh, standing on the stage in front of all of these pompous-ass Harvard lunatics saying that, uh, you know, 
we the work ethic is a that's that's a passe that is that is past. We need everybody to have a universal basic income. Well, how do you suppose a country would go about instituting a universal basic income? Well, you can start by giving everybody a government job. If you've got a guaranteed government job, which, by, by the way, uh, Bernie Sanders and Elizabeth Warren and other Democrats were urging during the primaries, if you've got a guaranteed job, you've got no motivation to work. If they can't fire you, if you've got a universal basic income, well, hell, you can just spend your days on the couch watching MSNBC and CNN, I guess. And, you know, it really points out the stakes in this election in Georgia. They've got old Joe Biden. They're going to try by hook or crook to get him into the White House. And if there's not a check on the Democrats at the Senate, there is no end to the amount of leftist programs that they'll uh, they'll bring forward. Thomas Friedman, who fancies himself as an economist, he is a, he's a big-name Democrat genius. I think he's gotten the... Uh, the Pulitzer Prize before he's urging people to move to Georgia and uh, and cast a vote. He's going to try to do to Biden what he did to Obama. And what that means is I hope I hope everybody moves to Georgia, you know, in the next uh, a month or two, uh, registers to vote um, uh, and votes uh, for these two Democratic senators. He's gonna- now, this guy's got a major platform on the pages of The New York Times. He's urging people to engage in voter fraud right there. He would probably say, well, no, I really want them to move to Georgia and stay there. No, he wants them to move to Georgia and and use Georgia's very lax uh, proof of residency in order to to cast a ballot to to give Democrats a clean sweep and remove any Republican opposition. The Georgia Secretary of State weighed in on Friedman's idea. People think they can just come in for an election. You have to have uh, specific intent to stay here, stay put, put down roots and become a, a Georgian. Uh, just to come in for an election and bebop out of here after the election? No. We're going to prosecute that, and that would be a voter fraud, and it's uh, severe penalties, up to um, $100,000 fine, 10 years in prison. So Thomas Friedman of the New York Times is urging people to commit a felony and move to Georgia and engage in voter fraud. He's saying it right there on the air of CNN. There's no pushback from uh, Fredo there on that interview and all of this is in uh in uh in furtherance of the great reset joe biden's campaign motto was build back better if you look uh on uh davos and the world economic forum the people that are uh pushing this great reset you will see that that slogan is a reoccurring theme with their politicians Justin Trudeau, uh, he's got a Build Back Better campaign. Boris Johnson in the U.K. has got a Build Back Better campaign. Several of the um, Western European powers, they uh, they have adopted this Build Back Better. Well, what does Build Back Better mean? Of course, it's the Great Reset. The great, Great Reset that's being pushed by the Davos crowd and Jeff Zuckerberg. So we, um, part of uh, what they're pushing now in this country to in furtherance of the Great Reset is we got to lock people down again because the Great Reset is a reaction to the COVID crisis.
the corporate media and the Democrats want you to cancel Thanksgiving. And oh, by the way, if you're, if you're making Christmas plans, you can go ahead and forget about that too. They've moved past the global warming where they were trying to tell you that if you would just vote for the right candidates, our government can change the weather. If you look closely at the people that were uh, uh, claiming that the, you know, there was climate change, you'll see it's all the same bunch. Why, uh, you know, you have to wonder if, uh, if Barack Obama believes so fervently in climate change, why would he spend $20 million for a mansion that sits right on the water there at Martha's Vineyard? This is their new uh, racket, their new scheme to get people to submit in a virtual meeting uh, this last June hosted by the World Economic Forum. Many of the most powerful business leaders and government officials and activists announced this great reset. Instead of traditional capitalism, this group says they want to adopt more socialist policies with things like a universal basic income additional regulations, and a massive Green New Deal to eliminate fossil fuels and uh, and put us all on solar and wind power. (laughs) How's that going to work out? I think we know. We've seen it. Uh, California headed a little bit down that road, and this last summer, they couldn't even turn on the lights. Every country from the United States to China, must participate in every industry, especially oil and gas, must be transformed. This is the words of Klaus Schwab, the bald-headed guy that looks for all the world like a 007 villain. He's the founder and chairman of the World Economic Forum, and he says we need a great reset of capitalism. All aspects of our societies and economies must be revamped from education to social contracts to working conditions. Well, if you put everybody on a basic universal income, you don't have to worry about those working conditions. We can just print money, I guess. But what better way could you possibly concoct to soften us up from the, for these, uh, <laughs> the great reset is then to lock us down in our homes because of a, a pandemic. Now, no time in history have we ever pursued these lockdown strategies. I lived through the the uh, German measles crisis and the uh, the Hong Kong flu. They never closed schools. They never locked people in their homes. If you got sick, you quarantined. The health department came by and put a notice on your door to stay away until you got better. But now we're locking down perfectly healthy people that show no symptoms at all. And in many countries, including now in some places in the United States, they will arrest your ass if they catch you out of doors without a a proper excuse. Yeah, they're getting ready to set us up here for the Great Reset, and uh, and you need to learn as much as you can about that. You also need to uh, to go ahead and start preparing for this because they're going to determine what conditions are that you can work, that you can travel, that you can buy food, that you can send your kids to college. Stick with us. We'll be right back after these messages. 
The old way of living with diabetes is a pain. You've got to remember to do your testing, and you always need to be sticking your fingers. The new way to live your life with diabetes is with a continuous glucose monitor. You simply apply a discreet, easy-to-use sensor on your body, and it continuously monitors your glucose levels, helping you spend more time in range and freeing you from painful finger pricks. If you test your blood sugar at least four times per day and inject insulin at least three times per day or use an insulin pump and have private insurance or Medicare, you might be eligible for a CGM with little or no cost to you. Call U.S. Medical Supply today for a free benefits check. We offer free shipping, 90-day supplies, and we bill Medicare or your insurance directly. Call now and say goodbye to finger pricks. 800-854-3183. 800-854-3183. That's 800-854-3183. Instigators, troublemakers, agitators, fanatics, scallywags, scamps, firebrands, rogues, scoundrels, mojo sexuals, mojo 5 So I'm still watching two shows over on the Fox network, uh, Tucker, that I never miss because he is the most powerful thought leader that we have for nationalism and populism. And I also dip into the five sometimes because uh, <laughs> they make me laugh. And, uh, and we all need that. I'm moving largely over to uh, Newsmax and uh, One American News. Newsmax is free. Uh, you can get them online, and uh, you got to pay $5 a month for One American News. But we're going to have to start financially supporting our uh, independent media outlets if we expect them to survive. But uh, if you watched Tucker last night, he absolutely hammered the COVID hypocrisy that our, uh, our Democrat leaders are engaging in COVID hypocrisy, COVID hypocrisy, COVID hypocrisy. Um, and of course the, uh, the prime example of this was Gavin Newsom, who has been busy locking down, uh, the biggest economy in uh, our nation, closing the schools, uh, implementing strict bans on how many people can gather in your home. And he was caught, of course, last week at this uh, this place called the French Laundry, up in the wine country of North Car- uh, of uh, Northern California. And he was sitting there at a table, not socially distanced, nobody wearing masks, all yucking it up, completely ignoring. And he probably would have got away with it too, had not one of the other diners noticed it and taken pictures. But he was sitting at a table with. Uh, one of the major lobbyists for healthcare industries, a former aide of his, and the head of the uh, the medical association in California. All of these people, they weren't abiding by any sort of COVID rules. Maybe they know something that we don't. They most certainly know something that we don't. But. You know, Gavin Newsom made this mealy mouth apology in which he lied, said that this was outdoors and they were socially distancing. And then he was pointed out again to be lying in his, his apology when they, when these photos came out, but this is a recurring theme among these lockdown advocates. Nancy Pelosi says, you got to wear a mask. Otherwise you're a, you're a traitor to the nation. And then she's filmed getting a haircut, running around without a mask. Lori Lightfoot 
who's uh, locking down and arresting people for violating lockdowns in Chicago while allowing Black Lives Matter and Antifa to loot the Miracle Mile, went out in the streets with huge crowds, nobody masked, nobody socially distanced in order to celebrate Joe Biden's victory, and then said, well, they they were going to celebrate anyway, so me being there didn't make a big difference. The governor of Illinois, uh, Pritzker, He, um, he's been violating these things all along. There's a, a travel ban in Illinois that he has signed. And yet he puts his family on planes to come down here to Florida to vacation. He was asked recently if, um, if, uh, they're going to go back down there to celebrate Thanksgiving. And he said, well, I'll get back to you. Michigan is limiting gatherings to two households. Ohio is adding a 10 p.m. curfew. And in Chicago, city leaders are asking folks not to travel and to limit their celebrations to immediate family. That doesn't appear to apply to Illinois Governor J.B. Pritzker, though, who is dodging questions about reports his family will be celebrating in Florida. Since you live in Chicago, I mean, are you going to follow the new travel advisory that Mayor Lightfoot put into place at 6 a.m. this morning? Yeah, I don't know what that says exactly, and I don't know exactly what my plans will be, but I'll, I'll certainly you know, be happy. So I don't know what the lockdown mandates in the biggest city and the state that I'm governor of, and I don't, you know, it's, it's just a few days before Thanksgiving, but I don't know what we're going to do. I'll get back to you. I'll get back to you on that. It's probably going to cancel those plans because he's been busted. You got Gretchen Whitmer in Michigan. The rules don't apply to her. She can take her boat out. But everybody else uh, has to uh, lock down and don't even think about painting, painting your house while you're locked in, in there because uh, I have banned the sale of paint. Fredo over on CNN, the little brother of the governor of New York, is uh, shaking his fist at you and telling you you have to wear a mask, otherwise you're selfish. He was cited by the president of his, uh, his condo association because he refuses to wear a mask on the elevator. They all know this is BS. Why do they want you to wear a mask? I'll tell you why, because it's mind control. If you see everybody out in public wearing masks, you, first of all, you're denied any sort of human connection with people when you can't see their face. But second, it just lets you know that you are submitting. You have to submit. They're closing the schools again in New York City, despite the fact that we know that children don't, uh, even if they're exposed to the virus, they don't ex- uh, experience enough viral load to ever become a contagious. When a reporter asked the, the senior member of the, the Kumo family, what is up with that? You told us the schools weren't closing. Well, the governor sort of went off. When we did an orange zone and a red zone in Brooklyn and Queens, and we closed the schools, don't you remember that? Okay, so don't you, so what are you talking about? How, what are you talking about? You're now going to override. We did it already. That's the law, an orange zone and a red zone. Follow the facts. I'm so confused. Well, then you're confused. I'm confused. And then I I'll tell you what, Jimmy. Parents are still confused as well. The schools no, are not confused. Tomorrow. 
You're confused. No, I think read the law. Confused as well. Read the law, and you won't. Be- well, the argument was all about uh, Como telling the reporter that the schools in New York City are not closed. Absolutely not. They're not closed. You're confused. <laughs> Turns out, though, that he hadn't coordinated with his fellow uh, comrade, the governor. I mean, the the mayor of New York City the communist de Blasio, who had, in fact, closed the schools. You know, the most of the countries in Europe never close the schools because the science doesn't indicate that that makes any sense whatsoever. The lockdowns don't make any sense, but if you want to see the most egregious case of a lockdown, keeping children at home and away from school is doing massive damage to their, uh, their socialization, their education, their mental health. And they know this. They know this. But they're not going to let anything get in the way from the great reset that is going to be their response to the coronavirus. It wasn't enough that they told us we could change the weather. Now they're going to tell us that we can we can uh, hide from a virus. We're going to run out to a break, and when we come back, we'll catch up on all the developments on the election brawl right after these messages on right now with jim dawes on the mojo 50 radio network stick with us this episode is sponsored by schwann's.com what are you having for dinner tonight hmm good question Schwann's Home Delivery has a solution for you. Stock up your freezer with high-quality frozen foods like premium meats and sides, delicious ready-made meals, ice cream, and more. No subscriptions, no memberships, just a friendly yellow truck that's been delivering food for almost 70 years. Listeners of this show get a special deal. Get 20% off your first order with code YUM20. Check out schwanns.com backslash yum for details. This episode is sponsored by schwanns.com. What are you having for dinner tonight? Hmm. Good question. Schwann's Home Delivery has a solution for you. Stock up your freezer with high-quality frozen foods like premium meats and sides, delicious ready-made meals, ice cream, and more. No subscriptions, no memberships, just a friendly yellow truck that's been delivering food for almost 70 years. Listeners of this show get a special deal. Get 20% off your first order with code YUM20. Check out schwanns.com backslash yum for details. And you're back on Right Now with Jim Dawes on the Mojo Five O Radio Network. Your daily journal of news, politics, and culture from an American nationalist perspective. Well, overnight, uh, those two Republican members of the Wayne County, Michigan canvassing board, of course, Wayne County is home to Detroit, by far the state's largest metropolitan area, Wayne County is. They're, they're famous for voter fraud. And uh, in this last election, they could be seen putting up cardboard over the windows. So the Republican monitors that were uh, uh, outside the room would not be able to see what's going on in there. Well, yesterday... In, uh, in this long, strange journey in Wayne County, the election board 
uh, reversed its previous uh, decision when two of the Republican board members that had originally held up certification but then caved to threats and intimidation from the mob, they, uh, they have now changed their decision and rescinded their certification. They did this because uh, part of certifying the results originally were that the Secretary of State was going to audit the votes. Well, if they, uh, if they ever held out any belief that that was actually going to happen, uh, it was uh, naive to say the least because the Secretary of State um, promptly said, well, you know, this, these are just clerical errors. There's nothing to see here. There were not irregularities or any inv- indication of fraud that was discussed today. It was instead clerical errors that will now go to uh, the Bureau of Elections, which falls under my office, to fully uh, address, uh, and we will. But this isn't. there's no indication that any votes were wrongly tabulated or, or that any invalid um, votes uh, existed or were tabulated. I mean, this is really just a, a clerical issue that will be resolved by the state, nothing more than an attempt to misuse these in politics and cause confusion just a clerical error that in 76 percent of the reporting precincts in wayne county there were more votes cast and there were our voters show up to the polls she went on to say that oh people must have shown up and then decided not to vote so you're going to uh, wait in line there according to uh, the secretary of state get up there sign in and then well you know I guess I don't want to vote after all. Nobody believes that. Of course, there were irregularities, and of course, there was fraud in Wayne County. The only question is, how much? If we've got more votes than voters, I'm pretty sure there's some fraud going on there. And if she's so certain that there's not any, why wouldn't she go ahead and do the audit that the Republican members of the canvassing board requested? So the Republican members of the canvassing board found their spine. They rescinded their certification, and now we'll have to see uh, what the Republican legislators do if if uh, if they second guess the uh, the county canvassing board. Of course, the new line that the Democrats are adopting is that uh, you know you're undermining our democracy. You can't do this. Yeah. This is the same Democrat party that demanded recounts in 2016 and Michigan and Wisconsin and Pennsylvania, of course, when those recounts started showing that, in fact, Hillary Clinton had got fewer votes than the, uh, the official results, and, uh, and they started uncovering fraud that took place in 2016 as well, they quickly threw in the towel and called off the recounts. Here's an example of the, the new company line. If you, if you uh, insist on transparency and uh, fair and free elections, you're dangerous. These arguments are absolutely ridiculous. I've interviewed before this election numerous Republican, Democrat election officials. They worked under incredibly difficult circumstances to make sure this election, one held in a pandemic, was done accurately and transparently. Nobody can argue that. There has not been... Nobody can argue that it was done accurately and fairly by, by the domain... I mean, the Dominion Voting Systems Company that we are learning uh, was uh, using this subcontractor to actually count the votes that's owned by people in Venezuela, and they were sending our votes 
overseas to be compiled and tabulated. Nobody believes that. This is dangerous, they tell you. There has not been, nobody one can argue that, there has not been one found. instance. These are baseless accusations. This is undermining our democracy. This is calling into question the actual people who are doing this work day in and day out. Yeah. Elections will be certified. The electors who are selected will go and vote. Joe Biden will be selected as the president of the United States. And this needs to stop. This is dangerous. This is not just simply let's let the courts figure it out. This is saying to people spreading all of these conspiracies and rumors about machines and people changing votes. It is dangerous. It is dangerous. You have to stop it. Because we're going to install Joe Biden on January 20th. That's what will happen. How dare you? Just clerical errors. Don Lemon. He says, you better get right. Don't you want, you don't want to get caught on the wrong side of history. How history is going to look back on this. And I think a lot of people are going to be embarrassed over time when they look back and say, how did I do that? How did I fall for that? What happened to me? What was I thinking in that time? Your grandchildren and your kids will look back and say, ooh, what did grandpa did? What did do? What did, what did dad do? What did mom do uh, in this moment? And, and realize that you were on the wrong side of history. Yeah, you, your grandchildren are going to pay attention to what you did in this time of history. That's, that's for sure. And you don't want to be on the wrong side of history. You don't want to be somebody that laid down and allowed this republic that was given to you by our founders to be taken away by these uh, these election schemes. So put me down on the side of history for demanding that we uh, we look at all of the fraud and irregularities that that took place during this election. Over in Wisconsin, uh, you know, they were originally saying that the president was going to have to pony up about $8 million to have a statewide recount. Uh, well, the campaign uh, wasn't interested in doing that. They're, they're interested in what went on in, in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. I think it's Dane County and, and Milwaukee counties. And they've transferred $3 million to the state to begin the, the recount in Dane and Milwaukee counties. The campaign is saying that um, ballots were illegally cast for three reasons. One, incomplete absentee ballots were counted that did not comply with Wisconsin law. They directed the clerks to uh, fill out any missing information on these absentee ballots. The, uh, the Wisconsin statute actually reads, if a certificate is missing the address of a witness, the ballot may not be counted. Only legally cast ballots can be counted in the final results. They were sending ballots out to uh, the Democrat strongholds in Dane and with, uh, Milwaukee County that were never requested. Ballots issued without a written application are a violation of the law. These clerks were sending out targeted absentee ballots to, um, uh, to Democrat strongholds, and undoubtedly they were then sending out the Mark Zuckerberg-funded um, ballot harvesters 
to go chase down and complete and return these ballots. In, in Wisconsin, voter identification has to be presented um, to get an absentee ballot, to apply for an absentee ballot. County clerks in Democrat-leaning counties advise voters to just say, well, I'm indefinitely confined because of COVID. There were no lockdowns in place at the time that they were doing this. So, yeah, uh, the Trump campaign is going to take a close look at what happened in Milwaukee and Dane County, and I guarantee you that there will be more to, to find there. You know, when they, uh, they started all this, they were telling us, well, uh, there is no voter fraud, no voter fraud, move on, stop, stop doing this, this is dangerous. Then when the Trump campaign came up with uh, hundreds and hundreds of people voting illegally in Nevada and Pennsylvania, they said, well, there's no significant voter fraud. Then when that hundreds turned into thousands, they found 5,000 uh, votes in, in um, Georgia. Well, they said, well, there's, there's no widespread voter fraud. And now that they're whittling down the, the lead in these Democrat states, they're saying, well, there's not enough voter fraud to overturn the election. The, uh, right now, Biden's margin of victory, so-called victory, is a little bit more than 80, 000, or 70,000 votes. That started out as 90,000. It's, it's down to about 70,000 now in, uh, in three states, Georgia, Pennsylvania, and uh, I think Nevada. So you can see why they're starting to freak out, why they're demanding that uh, Joe Biden is the president-elect and that if you question that, it is dangerous. Here's a report from Georgia from John Roberts. In Georgia, more good news for President Trump today. Another missing memory card. This one in Fayette County, reducing Joe Biden's margin by another 449 votes. Well, 450 votes, that's not a lot. But then again, when you're talking about a, uh, a 12,000 vote gap and you're, you continue to find these kind of uh, anomalies, that can add up pretty quick. Hell, here's, here's another report from Georgia. They found that there was a little over 5,000 ballots that were just not uploaded properly into our system, and that closed the president's gap down to from 14,156 when we started it down to 12,753. That said, we've seen nothing of kind of widespread fraud. There were always going to be some illegal votes, and we, we're trying to track those down and investigate them, but there's nothing to say the outcome will be different based on what we're seeing. So far through this audit. Well, there's nothing to say now that the outcome will be different, but the deeper you dig into what went on in Fulton and DeKalb and Cobb and Clayton, uh, the more you're liable, uh, likely to find. We're going to run out to a break. Stick with us. We'll be right back. Millions of people today have no dental insurance. If you're without insurance, do you have a plan to care for your teeth without spending a fortune? Introducing DentalPlans.com. 
How would you like to save 10 to 60% off your next dental visit for as little as $7 a month? We offer trusted dental savings plans from companies like Cigna and Aetna with a 30-day money-back guarantee. Be a part of the 1 million-plus happy smiles served since 1999 that save money when they visit the dentist. You can save on cleanings, dentures, braces, x-rays, fillings, crowns, root canals, and even teeth whitening. Call 800-296-1247 now to start saving immediately. Mention promo code RADIO to receive 15% off any plan and for a limited time, one month free. Call 800-296-1247. That's 800-296-1247. Fees building only plus a $20 processing fee. Savings plans are not insurance. Savings will vary by provider, plan, and zip code. Consult with plan detail page for additional plan terms. Not all plans and offers available in all markets. Mojo. Sold our country out the back door 
Andy Simmons. You can find him on YouTube at Andy Simmons. He's got a whole bunch of music up there. I like that flat picking. The uh, lyrics might need a little work, Andy, but uh, that's some nice flat picking you're doing there. So where to start? Where to start uh, these lockdowns? Gretchen Whitmere says she's got no choice. She's got a lockdown again. We can't. We don't have time for these recounts. We don't have time to get back to work. We gotta. We gotta do some more lockdowns. The inherently dangerous situations are when you are inside with people from a different household or many different households for a prolonged period of time with masks off. That's what happens in restaurants. I, I have incredible empathy for what they're struggling with, and yet we have to follow the epidemiology, the public health experts, and make decisions that combat the spread before our hospitals get overwhelmed and before we hit 1,000 deaths a week in you Michigan. you got to pay attention to the scientists or people will die. Well, if you pay attention to the scientists, you will see that they've determined that the lockdowns were not successful, not here, not in Europe. Masks haven't been successful, but the lockdowns have a very uh, uh, useful purpose here, and that has uh, got nothing to do with your health. It's got to do with a great reset and, uh, and getting Joe Biden into the White House. Pay attention to the science. Not, not that science. Don't, nope, nope, nope. Don't look at that science. Look at this science. Pay attention to the vouch. The Fauci knows what's best for you. And of course, small businesses are getting absolutely crushed. They don't seem to mind that. Have you noticed that they're very unsympathetic to all of the businesses that are going belly up? My daughter works for a company that reconciles books for restaurants and restaurant chains. And she tells me that these restaurants are dropping like flies, that their, uh, their clients are throwing in the towel. They want to close down bowling alleys and gyms, any small business. Now, this hasn't hurt. You'll notice that the, the stock market, Wall Street's doing quite well while Main Street is getting crushed. The profits for uh, Amazon are just through the damn roof. At the same time, he, uh, he took back his $2 an hour pay increase that he had uh, given his workers during the first lockdown, he's taken that back. Well, there's no reason to keep that up. Where are they going to go? So Wall Street gets rich while Main Street's getting crushed. What does it remind you of? It reminds you of the last 40 years before Donald Trump started bringing jobs back. Here's a bowling alley uh, owner in Michigan. In my whole life, I never thought... My government would tell me I have to close. Well, uh, they are going to uh, tell you to close, and uh, and it, it for many small business owners, this is going to be permanent. People are starting to push back up in New York, where Andrew Cuomo is uh, busy locking down his state. One of the New York, one of the sheriffs in New York says, uh, "Well, I, I'm not going to support these uh, Thanksgiving lockdowns." The order is very vague, and it says 10 or less people is the most you can have in your private residence. Well, I don't think that the Constitution allows for the infringement of your own number, the, the number of people you have in your own home. So he has authority to do a lot, but not to tell us as law enforcement to go into people's house and count who's there. 
Well, he doesn't have that authority. And every time uh, these these lockdown orders in New York and California, Michigan go up through the courts, the courts strikes them down as unconstitutional violations, overreach by the, the government. But that doesn't stop these uh, lunatics like uh, Bill de Blasio from sending out his zoning inspectors with binoculars, peering through people's windows and counting the numbers inside and if there's too many they'll bang on the door and they'll uh, they'll arrest you Kaylee McInerney finally finally used the word that I've been using a lot on this show but it's Orwellian in a place like Oregon to say if you gather uh, in numbers more than six we might come to your house and right. arrest you and you get 30 days of jail time that's not the American way uh, we don't lose our freedom in this country we make responsible health decisions as individuals that's Kate Brown in Oregon. She came on and said, I, I don't have any choice. I have to do this. You're not allowed to have uh, more than a certain number at your Thanksgiving celebration. We'll, uh, we'll send the police in there and we'll haul you all off to jail. The same woman that steadfastly refused to enforce the law during the, the months-long rioting that took place in Oregon's largest city, Portland, now going to arrest people if uh, if you have too many people at your Thanksgiving dinner. So, you know, Joe Biden has had a, a press conference now. He he took uh, about twelve questions from uh, from the uh, the media, and they didn't ask him about Hunter Biden's laptop. They didn't ask him about. Um, you know, his getting the uh, prosecutor in the Ukraine fired. They didn't ask him about how in the world he managed to win the presidency when he he hardly campaigned at all. What do you see as the biggest threat to your transition right now, given President Trump's unprecedented attempt to obstruct and delay us? No, they ask him, well, what, how, you, how are you going to get Donald Trump to throw in the towel on this election? What do you see as the biggest threat to your transition right now, given President Trump's unprecedented attempt to obstruct and delay a smooth transfer of power? What is your message to Republicans who are backing up the president's refusal to concede? At the end of the day, do you want him to concede? <laughs> Tell us how bad Orange Man is. So they, they convert a, a Biden news conference into a bash Trump news conference because there just wasn't enough news conferences with Donald Trump to bash him, you might remember what it sounded like. You're the take president. The You're not like someone's crazy uncle who no, can no, just retweet no, no. whatever. On the campaign trail, you called yourself a nationalist. Some people saw that as emboldening white nationalists. I don't know why you'd that say the that. Pres- That's such a racist question. Some- what do you say to your critics? who say that you are creating a national emergency, that you're concocting a national emergency here in order to get your wall. You're saying that he condemns it. I have his record right here. Let me finish. His record is quite funny that the media goes haywire about interrupting in debates and then chooses to pursue that very same tactic. You know, you might think that all of this is unprecedented, that this is all new. They uh, And the ferocity the intensity of it is but they they've treated republican presidents going back as far as i can remember beginning with uh richard nixon when i first became politically aware they've uh, attacked relentlessly any republican and uh given a a pass a actually a, a shoulder rub and a big wet kiss to any democrat president 
but it, like I said, it has, uh, it has ratcheted up to levels we've never seen. And this, uh, this big election steal is, uh, is something new. They're, uh, they're, uh, a full court press to subvert our elections. One of the questions that Joe Biden took was, are, are you going to, are you going to put Trump in jail? He refused to answer, but uh, he let it leak that, uh, you know, probably has no interest in uh, prosecuting Trump. That's designed to, you know, grease the skids for Trump to get out of the White House. So you can bet that they would never actually uh, keep that promise. Even if the feds don't try to prosecute uh, Trump, you've got this, uh, uh, these district attorneys, in New York City that are just licking their chops waiting to to use the power of the state to punish uh, anybody who who's dares to stand up for the American people over on the Young Turks used to be a, a a YouTube channel where you had a bunch of far leftists ranting and raving now it's on cable TV the Young Turks far far more unhinged and MSNBC, but they uh, they found a place for them. They won't let One American News on Comcast or many of the other cable providers, but they'll let the Young Turks on to say things like this. Biden has told close aides that he has uh, no intention of investigating Donald Trump or using the Department of Justice to prosecute Donald Trump for his abuses of power while in office. According to NBC News, Biden has raised concerns uh, that investigations could further divide a country he is trying to unite and risk making every day of his presidency about Trump said the sources who spoke on background to offer details of private conversations. One advisor said Biden has made it clear that he just wants to move on. He just wants to move on. He wants to unite us. The same guy that ran commercials during the campaign comparing Trump to Hitler and Trump supporters to Nazis. He wants to unite us. That's what his campaign was all about. They're telling us now. Well, Chunk Uger, Chank, Chink, Chank, Chunk. Uger, uh, who founded the Young Turks, didn't want to hear it. Now, to be fair to Biden, he ran on unity. Uh, <laughs> that actually makes no sense uh, because who are you going to unify with? QAnon? Now, is it going to work that if he just wants to move on from Trump, that Trump will go, oh, okay, yeah, sure, let's move on. And then all the Republicans in the country will say, oh, no, we don't care about Trump. 93% of Republicans voted for him, and he has an absolute death lock on their minds. And so, no, 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 it's not the Republican Party, it's the Trump Party. Wakey, wakey, Joe Biden. Maybe this is the one time you are sleeping. You didn't get the memo that it's not, that the party is still run by Trump. So Trump gets the memo. Oh, break any law you like. So right now he's trying to break every law to try to steal this election as we speak. Biden and the Democratic Party having learned no lessons, they're like, oh, no, no, Trump, don't worry. Don't worry, keep breaking every law. We're never going to hold you accountable. Yeah, Chunk Uger and the Young Turks, which is an odd name. The the Young Turks referred to the uh, the uh, Turkish Ottoman Empire that uh, committed the genocide against uh, um, uh, Armenians. But they want they want Orange Man out of the White House and into jail. And, and don't doubt 
that that's exactly what they mean to do if they uh, if they are successful in dragging Trump out of the White House. Well, that takes us to the end of this edition of Right Now with Jim Dawes. I want to thank you for joining us. I hope you'll come back here again tomorrow right here on the Mojo Five O Radio Network. I look forward to talking to you then. When the weather outside is frightful, the Hyundai Santa Fe is, hmm, what's the word? Delightful. Because it's got available H-Track all-wheel drive to make being out together better. Enter for your chance to win the newly redesigned Santa Fe, packed with all the jingle bells and whistles you need to go dashing through the snow together. To enter, visit Amazon.com Hyundai or scan the QR code on specially marked red and green Amazon boxes. No purchase necessary. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. Whether you're moving in together for the first time. This can be your closet. Or you're a new parent to a little fur baby. Viva Paper Towels can help you maintain a clean home. They're two times more durable when wet compared to the leading value brand. So they clean like cloth, helping you pick up after your new pet in your new home. For an exceptional cloth-like clean, use Viva Towels. Visit vivatowels.com to learn more and start fresh with a clean feeling of home.